This episode is sponsored by Honey Badger. In this episode, we're going to have a look at performing a heavy task and getting real-time feedback from the background job. And this is going to be a little bit tricky, as I did cover this previously, but in doing so, it was using a custom action cable channel, and in this episode, I want to avoid that entirely. So we are going to look at a few different methods that we were able to accomplish to this, and we'll first start with the most simple form, where we're not writing any JavaScript, but instead using the power of Hotwire and more specifically Turbo, we can get that kind of real-time update. But we'll see where this falls apart in certain scenarios. And so when we are generating the background job, if we have a situation where we need to then generate multiple background jobs off of that one, then this kind of methodology can break apart. And I made a quick change in the code on the background, and you'll see what I mean, where the progress bar is jumping kind of all over the place. And if we have a look at that again, and the reason why this is happening is because the background job is then sending the progress number over, but because it's happening asynchronously, the smaller background jobs aren't keeping track of the progress. And so in those situations, we will need to write a little bit of stimulus code. And to perform that kind of background job, if I change it again, you'll see that now it's performing it asynchronously, but it's also reporting the correct progress. And so this can be a little bit complicated, and we can actually look at the background jobs that are performing. So it's performing a lot of these in the background, and you'll see that as it's performing them, it's rebroadcasting the updates, and then we are seeing the progress bar increment. So to start off, we'll have a Rails application with device, and it's a very basic device install. And so I'm going to generate a controller, and we'll just call this the heavy tasks. And really, we're just going to have a create action in here. It's not really going to be doing too much. We're just going to pretend like this is some kind of task that's going to have a pretty heavy background job. So in the route, we'll have a resources, and this is going to be to the heavy tasks. And we're only going to have a create action on here. And within our controllers, we'll have a before action, just making sure that the user is authenticated. And then we'll have our create action. This create action is just going to call some kind of heavy task, and we'll make it a background job, so we'll perform later, and I'm just going to pass in the current user.id. Because with Turbo, we are going to stream from a certain channel, and for this channel, we basically need to know who the user is. And we can create this background job with a Rails generate job, and then we can call the heavy task, and this background job is just going to take in the current user ID. And with this user ID, we're then going to perform some kind of heavy action. And so I'll just have a sleep here and we'll have some random amount, but we want to perform multiple things. So I'm just going to have a random number and let's just say we get 10 through 100 and we'll times do and then create a block. So essentially we're going to perform something from 10 to 100 times within this heavy task background job and it's going to sleep for a random time up to one second. And so this is a pretty heavy task because this is not something that we would want to perform in the foreground as it would then take up to almost two minutes to perform. And so because this is happening in the background, 
we can go ahead and let the user know that it's going to be processing. But for the end user, they won't know how far along it is in the process, and that's where we would like to show some kind of progress bar. So in our welcome index, I'm just going to render a partial. So we'll call render partial, and then I need to give it some kind of name, and we'll just put this under the heavy tasks, and then we'll have a button. I could put it in here, but I do like breaking this out into its own respective folder, just so it's kept a bit cleaner. And so for this button, I'm just gonna wrap it in a div with the ID of heavy task. If you were in a situation where you do need to have multiple progress bars on the same view, then you wouldn't want to use a static ID like this heavy task. Instead, you would want to make it something a bit more unique. And that could be a record ID or something else. Because what you're gonna be able to do is when we have a button two, we can call the perform heavy task. And we're just going to take this to the heavy tasks path. Because it is a button two, it'll hit the create action. And at that point, you can then pass in whatever ID that you would be setting up here into that path. And then you could pass that into the background job. So I've added some styling to make the button look a bit nicer. But that's really all we have to do on our view part right here. Because now, when you click on this button, if you are authenticated, then that'll go to the heavy task controller. It'll kick off that heavy task job. And the heavy task job is going to do a lot of iterations. However, now we need to see how that progress of that job is going. And so after it performs one of the jobs, we can do a turbo streams channel and we want to broadcast a replace to, and then we can give it some kind of channel. And so this channel does need to be unique. And so I'm going to call it the heavy task channel. However, again, if you were passing in some kind of unique ID for that particular job that you're queuing up, then you could also broadcast that to its own specific channel. But in our case, I'm just going to have the one progress bar for this one user. So I'm going to create a private method to look up this user. And within active job in this private method, I don't have access to this current user ID. However, I still can memoize the current user with a double pipe equals, and we can set this to the user.find, and we can grab this class, and then the arguments.first, and that's also going to be the user ID. And so the channel that we're going to broadcast to is that heavy task channel, but then we could also add in the current user, and we need to get the global ID, so we can get to GID, and then param. And so the interesting bit here is when we go to stream from the channel, let's put this in our button partial, just so it's kept all kind of nice and tidy. We can do a turbo stream from, and then we'll do that heavy task channel. And then we could also pass in the current user. And we only want to do this if the user is signed in. And so this heavy task channel with the current user as an array, is going to look something like this in actual subscribing. So it's going to be the heavy task channel with a colon and then some kind of hash, which is the global ID of the current user. So we can kind of mimic that within the background job by joining the array with a colon. And then we can pass in a target. And in our case, it's the heavy task target. And if you had a custom ID wrapper around that button, then you would specify it here. But then we can call the partial and the partial will just put under the heavy tasks again. 
and we'll just call this the progress. And we need one more thing here, and that is the locals, because we do need to pass in a local variable. And that's going to be our progress. And we want this in a percentage. So we can do a i plus 1, because this is going to start at 0. We can then multiply it by 100, and we can divide it by the total count. But this total count we really don't have, because we just had this random number. So I'm going to set it to a private method where we can then take our total count and that total count will just make that random number, but we will need to memoize this because we are referencing to it multiple times. And then we need to create this progress bar. So under the heavy tasks in the views, we'll call the progress.html.erb. And the important thing here is that we do need to have our div with the ID of heavy task again, because we're going to be replacing all of this and we want to make sure that that heavy task is still there. So because I am using Bootstrap, I'll just have a div with a class of progress. And then I'll have another div with a class. We'll set that equal to a progress dash bar. Maybe we want to make it striped. So with a progress bar striped, and we'll make it active. We need to give this a role of progress bar. And for the style, we can set this equal to the width and the width that we want to set it equal to is the progress with a percentage, and then we can close that out. And so basically what's happening here is in our view, when we render this view, it's going to render that heavy task button partial. That heavy task button is going to start a stream from the heavy task channel with our current user. We'll have an ID of heavy task and our button that goes to the Rails application controller. That controller, is going to queue up a background job, passing in the current ID, as well as whatever parameters that you also need if you're doing something a bit more complicated with specific channels. And this heavy task job is then going to perform a random number of times. It'll take a little bit for it to execute. And then we are broadcasting to that channel that we have subscribed to. We're targeting that div with the ID of heavy task replacing it with the partial called progress, passing in our progress amount. And so now if we come to our Rails application, we can go to our welcome index, and then we can click on this perform heavy task. I did sign in as a user, so we do have access to perform this. And when we click on the perform heavy task, you'll see that it now starts progressing through. And it went through and completed all those, but I pulled up the terminal, I'll clear it out and refresh the page. And then we can perform the heavy task again. And then we can see that it is performing as it's progressing. And if we scroll this over a bit, you'll see that we have the style width is being updated and broadcasted out as it's getting completed. And so this is the most basic implementation that we could have for something like this, but there's a lot of problems with it. I think if I was creating a very simple application, if I wasn't using a background processor like Sidekick or any kind of background processor that was doing it asynchronously with multiple threads, then this solution would quickly fall apart. So we can see that it all completed, but let's go ahead and say that our application has grown now. And in particular, this heavy task job is very heavy and we want to break it up to where it's then going to be able to perform each one of these in its own background job. So I'm going to generate another job and we'll just call this the small task job because this small task is just going to perform 
the sleep random, and then the broadcast. So we can call the small task job. We can perform later, but then we do need a few different things. We still need that current user ID because we need to look up that user to know where we are broadcasting it to. We need the current iteration and the total count. Within the small task job, we can just paste in the logic where we had that sleep random. And we're also going to take in that current user ID, the current iteration, and the total count. And we'll make those our arguments for that small task job. We can clean this up a bit where I'm just going to comment out this current user because we really don't need it now within this heavy task. But instead, we are going to have to look up that user within the small task job. So we can set the current user is equal to the user.find. And now we can just reference the current user ID. And so now this heavy task job, all it needs to do is to queue up however number of times that smaller job to perform it. So let's go ahead and see what this looks like. Again, I'll clear out the console and I'll refresh the web application. We'll perform the heavy task. And now you'll see that it's jumping all over the place. And that's not ideal. It looks like it didn't finish, but it actually did because it broadcasted the 100% a little bit sooner because that was the last job and it finished before the other ones. So the, here's the broadcast of the 100% progress bar, but then we got a style width of 85, 89, and 92, and so forth. And so that's where this kind of breaks down and it doesn't really work. So if you do have a job that's queuing up other jobs, then we're going to have to do something a bit more complicated. However, if you do have just a heavy task job, and if all of the logic is happening within that job, then we could pretty much stop here because it would work as we would expect. But again, having a job queue up a bunch of other jobs, it's going to get messy with this progress bar and it's just not going to be a nice user experience. But let's say that we do have a situation where we have to break up these small jobs, but we still want this progress bar to look nice and smooth. Well, to do that, it's going to get a bit more complicated and we are going to have to write a bit of JavaScript to handle this. And so the challenging part on making this a bit smoother as we are queuing up all these small background jobs is that we can't rely on this small job to actually keep track of where it's at in the progress because one job may finish before the other and we can't broadcast the completed percentage. Instead, we're going to have to rely on the client side to listen when a job has completed and then increment the progress bar by a certain amount. And we are going to have to create a stimulus controller to do that. So I'll call the rails generate stimulus and we'll just call this our progress dash bar. And within the stimulus controller, we're not going to bring in any other kind of library, but we are going to have to set a couple of different values. So we all have a static values and we need to know the total number of jobs, and that's going to be a number. And then we also need to know the completed number of jobs, and that also is going to be a number. And so we can set the completed number of jobs value to zero, and we can set our total number of jobs value to zero, just as the initial values. Then we need to create an observer. So we can call this dot observer, and we'll create a new instance of the mutation observer. And this is a bit tricky, but essentially what's going to happen is that within our progress bar, we're just going to implement 
something where we're just going to broadcast over an empty div. And whenever we see that empty div, then we're going to trigger that as some kind of increment so we can then move the progress bar. And with the mutation observer, we need some kind of callback function. So we're going to have the mutations list and then observer, but we're not going to use this. And within this callback function, we'll loop through over the mutations. And essentially, we just need to check if this mutation type is equal to the child list. If it is equal to a child list, then we can call some kind of function and we'll just call this the increment. We then need to call this dot observer dot observe because this is basically just the observer, but then we need to actually observe something and we'll just observe this dot element, which is the stimulus controller. And we need to pass in the child list and set that equal to true. And so that's really the most complicated part about this. And you can do some read up on the mutation observer. But essentially, whenever we see something get added into this element, then we're going to call this dot increment. And this increment function, we'll just call this dot completed jobs value. And we'll call a plus plus, which will increment it by one. We can then create another function called the update progress. And this update progress is where we're basically going to be changing the width of the progress bar. And so we can calculate the progress. We'll set it equal to this dot completed jobs value. And we'll divide this by this dot total jobs value. And because we need this a percentage, we'll multiply it by 100. We then need a target and we'll target our progress bar. So we do need to add a static targets and we need to have our progress bar. And for this progress bar target, we'll call this dot progress target. We'll get our style, the width, and we'll set it equal to the interpolation of our progress with a percentage. And so that's all the JavaScript we have to write. But then we need to make sure that our background job is broadcasting an empty div and it's adding it into this dot element. Within our progress bar, where we have our heavy task, I'm going to call the data dash controller and we'll set this equal to the progress dash bar. We can also set the data dash progress bar value and we want to set this equal for the total jobs. And we'll set this equal to and then we'll insert in our total count. We'll then have our normal progress bar, but then we just need to add one thing. We really don't need this width anymore, and that is setting the target. So we'll have our data progress bar target and we'll set that equal to the progress. I don't need to set the completed jobs because our stimulus controller does have a default value of zero. But the important bit is that we're passing through the total count of the number of jobs that we're going to be incrementing over. So then in the small task job, I'm going to comment this out and we'll just duplicate it down here. But we are going to be changing it quite a bit. We're still broadcasting it to the same place. But instead of a broadcast replace to, we want to broadcast an action to. And the action that we want to do, we'll just do an append. So we are appending to this heavy task. And then we can get rid of everything else because we just want to have some kind of content. And that content, we'll just make an empty div tag. And so this is a bit more simple. But the problem here is that we're just appending to the heavy task to that button element. In the heavy task job, we're not implementing 
anything where we are broadcasting out the initial progress bar. So that is something that we're going to need to do. We can do that with a before perform and we can broadcast the initial update. And that's actually going to be very similar to what we have within the small tasks job. So I'll create that private method for the broadcast initial update. And then I'll paste in that initial broadcast where we are broadcasting out to that heavy task with our progress bar. But instead of the progress, we want to broadcast out that total count because that total count is going to be important for the stimulus controller to know how many iterations it needs to then increment through. However, because we are referencing to the current user, we are going to have to uncomment our current user here just so we have access to that to broadcast that initial update. But then we should be able to come back to our application, hit perform, and now you'll see that instead of jumping all over the place, it's nice and smooth. And it'll continue on to the very end, and you'll see that it didn't jump around at all. And that's still completing each one of these small task jobs. And if we were to go back to the view, if we were to inspect the elements, you'll see that now, under that heavy task, we have a whole bunch of divs that were added in. But the mutation observer listened for each one of these and then called that increment function, which then incremented the progress bar. So if we were to refresh the page again, and if we just drill down a bit to where we see this heavy task, right now you see that it just has the form. We'll click on this, and you'll see that if we open this up, it's adding in all of these divs as it's completing the background jobs. And so hopefully this provides two good approaches that you're then able to provide some real-time updates as things are happening in the background for your users. In some of the previous episodes that I did on machine learning, I did have a status update, which followed a similar pattern here. However, everything was triggered off of a status field that we would then broadcast updates to, and we would just broadcast the status in a progress bar-like fashion. But this is given the more granular details if we have many jobs that we're trying to iterate over within one large job. Well, that's all for this episode. Thanks for watching.